What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Good morning or afternoon or evening, whatever time of day you're watching this video. My name is Erin. And I'm Sarit. Oh, and she's Sarit. Oh my God. And I forgot something. Oh no, your coffee? Wait, no. Where is... Oh, right there. Hey, stick with us today. We're going to be talking about how to transform your body regardless of a limited time, a busy schedule that you have going on. Ah, Sarit forgot to set up the IG live. So wah, this, wah, wah, this, com- this comes with a good lesson. And the lesson is when, when you, this is the power of routine. Uh, Notice I forgot to do this. Do you know what's the only difference between... My wife's brother. I open up Instagram so we can. Your go. wife's brother. Sorry, that's my, not my brother. My, sorry, my my <laughs> sister-in-law. My sister-in-law. Sister. Anyways, I'm getting distracted over here. So what's about, different? What about you go live and then you share? How about you share the story after? Because two things at one time. Yeah. Anywho, um, so today's topic is mastering weight loss with a busy schedule. Stay on track and transform your body. So. I have not met a single person in the last few years who has said, no, I don't have anything to do. And incredibly busy, got a lot of stuff going on, got the kids, got work, got whatever you got, right? You got a networking event or you got to travel or you got a meetings or whatever else. And how do I fit in my workouts? How do I fit in my meal prep? How do I fit in uh, enough sleep? Mm-hmm. How do I fit in all these things mm-hmm. so that I can still stay on track when, you know, at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. The last thing I want to do is work out because I did so much during the day. Um, and so today's conversation is going to be, how do we navigate through that? Yeah. And and let's begin by talking about the power of routine. Ultimately, the reason why, you know, Aaron and I don't, we don't believe in diets. Instead, what we teach you to do is we teach you to build a healthy lifestyle. Why is that? Because your lifestyle is a byproduct of your routines. Your routines are a byproduct of small daily habits. And uh, what you saw that was kind of like a oh my God, like I forgot to turn on the live like on another stream as well is because all it took is one part of my morning to be different in order for me to operate differently. So the power in building a lifestyle is that it actually, it provides you with more brain space to execute on the bigger things that you have throughout the day. So for anyone who's got a lot going on, Whether you like it or not, you are operating on autopilot. Now, if you were to uh, take a plane or drive a car that goes on autopilot, would you rather the type of autopilot that gets you to your destination or the type of autopilot that takes you away 
from your destination. So go ahead and drop an A if you're like, yes, I want the machine that gets me to my destination and B, away from my destination. I'd love to know from you guys. I think the answer is pretty straightforward. And rule number one of coaching is do not assume. So I'm not trying to assume here. Yeah, I'm all assume. Nobody wants an autopilot with a mind of its own. Now, here's the, no here's the deal. Not 98% of people, you guys, are cruising on autopilot in a way that takes them further away from their destination. So I like autopilot with a mind of its own. With a mind of its own that gets you to where you want to go. No, no. With a mind of its own, what I mean is hmm. what takes you further from your destination. Because if you if you can create it, what is auto mean? Automated. Automatic. Automatic without right? effort. Happens without effort automatically, uh, you know, uh, and, and routinely. Mm-hmm. So autopilot. Pilot is taking you from, from one place to another. I mean, typically in the air, I guess, maybe not. But anyways, autopilot is like I'm taking you to somewhere on an automation, automated. Mm-hmm. And you can create that by design mm-hmm. or that gets created by default. So an autopilot with a mind of its own is autopilot that's created based on external circumstances that you don't have control over because you didn't intentionally design your own autopilot and put in, you know, the, what, what triggers my autopilot to begin? Um, you know, what are the steps or the other processes in the mix that get my autopilot to take me from point A to point B by my direction and design, not by whatever's going on in the world. Oh, I got a flat tire or this happened or that happened. And that's a matter then of. So it takes conscious effort. Conscious effort allows you to build habits. So it's all about habit building and your habits form your lifestyle. What is a lifestyle? Lifestyle is a way of life. Your way of life is made up on the actions that you take consistently or inconsistently. So are you more likely to achieve achieve a lifestyle that is consistent, A, or B, inconsistent. I want to know from you guys. For example, let's say you take a person. Are they more likely to be fit by working out consistently or be working out inconsistently? This morning, we're all about the A's, A, A, A away. Okay. So in order for you to become the person, you got to do the thing that that person would do in the first place. It's about be, do, have. Okay, so what happened this morning is my. You shut off your autopilot. I I, sh- I, I did not shut off my, my yep. autopilot. I shifted a part of my autopilot to a different part of my day. So my autopilot like took me to a different place. And my setup here, here in the space was different. And by the way, uh, this is this is for all of you guys, busy people and working out. I believe that when you're a really busy person, the likelihood of you being able to 
build a consistent routine by working out is by being able to do it first thing in the morning. Now, uh, you may like your first thing in the morning may be in the afternoon, because what if you work until 2 a.m., right? So like whatever your morning time is, that will allow you to be more consistent. Why? Because we are just like our phone's battery. Like when you charge your phone as you're sleeping, the more the day goes on, the more your battery dwindles, which means that the higher the battery, the less effort it takes, mental effort. And the lower the battery, the higher the mental effort it takes. This is why it's really important when you're learning to build a consistent workout routine to to be able to figure out a consistent time. Now, is it impossible to do it with inconsistent time? No, you're just you are taking away the added advantage of autopilot because your body will eventually get used to working out at a like at a similar time. And if it's not, it's going to feel weird. And it will literally like want to take you to the gym or your home gym or, you know, like start the video, depending on whatever workout program you're doing. You know what I mean? So what's different in my day today is I'm very rigorous about, you know, a bunch of things that Aaron and I are working on for you guys. And we have pretty intense deadlines and it it takes a lot of brain power for me to do that. So I want to be able to put as much of my brain output earlier in the day because I know just like with my body, I operate at my highest earlier in the morning. So yesterday we talked about the buckets of life if you didn't listen to yesterday's live about you know the buckets of life go ahead and listen to that can i say something before we move on from autopilot can i just finish my thought and then you take it yes ma'am so yesterday if you were on yesterday's live like i i was very transparent and open about what my life's priorities are right now so because for me i have been consistent with my workout routine for literally years on end Even if I was to work out at 3 a.m., even if I was to work out at 11 p.m., I will get it done. Will it take some brain power? Sure. It's just when you reach a certain level of discipline, it doesn't matter how inconvenient something is. You just do it. You know what I mean? Okay, go. Yeah. So I had a weird look on my face when you said, no, I didn't shift my autopilot because the autopilot is created by habit. And habit is created over time and it requires programming. And so when you are, when you have created a habit, things happen easier for you because it's a habit. Like when you get in the car and you buckle up immediately, because why you've done it a gazillion times. Mm -hmm. So you don't think about it anymore. That's habitual, right? That is a habit. So because you have programmed your autopilot, you can't, I don't think it's a matter of just shifting it. Like, because you, you, you have to be incredibly intentional if it's outside of your normal routine. If you want a different autopilot, you need to train it and program it over a period of time by doing the same repetitions over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So now if we're talking about Um, being really busy, how do we find ways 
to be able to get the workout and be able to have clean food readily available on hand for you. And maybe that's a, some kind of meal prep service um, or something, which by the way, you somehow you could share the trifecta link on the Facebook page. I should. Yeah. Share okay. the, share yeah, the trifecta link because this is a, so we've tried a bunch of different meal service um, companies and, and we've actually been approached by several of them and they've given us free meals and we've tried them. And most of the time they're not up to like the standards that we would have if we made them for ourselves. And um, Trifecta is one of the ones that is. And so uh, Sri, can you share that link later too? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure by using this link, you're able to get some kind of discount. Yeah, so the autopilot. Now, when you're busy and you can discover creative ways to make sure that you check all the boxes for your health and your fitness. And then it is automatic because it that it's when you're on autopilot, it's weird if you don't do it the way you normally do it. Right. That is why it is difficult to get started because you don't have an autopilot there. It, you've got to program it. Mm -hmm. And then that's also why if you take somebody like me or Sarit, it will be difficult to get us to stop because that's our autopilot now that is our default our imagine if your default was to wake up and be productive mm -hmm. imagine if your default was to wake up energized imagine if your default was to get your workout in five days a week at least imagine if your default was to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water every day without even thinking about it Imagine if your default was when you go to a restaurant, you look for the cleanest versions of proteins and vegetables that you can find because that's what's automatic to you. If I'm looking and scrolling through a menu and I see anything, if I see a word fried, if I see a word blah, 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 I immediately, I don't even read the rest of it. I'm like, I'm not having that one. And I just, and I look for the vegetables or the sides. And if I see anything like fried or um, what's it called? Tempura or, you know, I'm just like, nope or some kind of crisp or glazed or, you know, smothered or like there's certain keywords that I have that they, you've seen a beautiful, you see, who's seen a beautiful mind, put beautiful mind in the comments. If you've seen a beautiful mind, it's like when, have you seen that movie? Mm -mm. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. He's like, he has this like insane brain and he'll be like writing equations on the wall and he'll like see stuff and, and it like highlights for him. And it's like in his own mind, it's like, pew, 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 pew. and I feel like that's how I am with a restaurant menu. Like I see certain things and I just like skip, 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 skip. Or if it looks good enough and it's close enough, how can I modify? Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, creating a routine with efficiency so that you could transform your body regardless of your schedule. Let's roll. Yeah. So speaking about autopilot, so think about any great machine that can be like a, you know, like a really smart, a smart car or a plane that has like a hundred computers, however many it may have. And the, so imagine if a plane wants to shift its course, because maybe the area that it's currently heading towards is going to create a lot of turbulence because of like extreme weather conditions. What does the plane need in order to, let's say, maneuver like one degree to the right so that it will able to, it'll, it'll be able to get to its destination without, uh, you know, going to the other side of the world. So like, think about it. 
Now the answer. A map? A control thing? Something is moving through. I'm guessing. Did you fart or is that one of the dogs? No, I didn't. Just nasty. Yeah, they've been farting all morning. So it's going to need space. The plane is going to need space. So imagine if a plane wants to move or even if your car wants to park, you know, like how would you be able to fit in into a certain, you know, spot? Let's say you live in New York City or in any big city, as a matter of fact, like parking is a biatch, right? Okay. That's okay. why a lot of big cities have those like smart cars. Why? Because they don't require as much space in order to maneuver. So I say this because you're no different. In order for you, if you have a busy schedule and you want things to change, if you want to be able to get to your destination, the first thing that you need to do is you need to be able to create space. Because otherwise, it's literally going to be like trying to move a needle in a haystack. So it's about... It's like that. Right. Like in, Slow in, and annoying. Imagine being a massive plane trying to fly over the Atlantic Ocean and you're unable to move through space. This is exactly why when we want to get to a destination faster, we get on a plane instead of a car because... A plane moves through space faster. You know, like there's no traffic lanes or things like that, at least not right now. Who knows where we'll be five, 50 years from now. You know what I mean? So write this down. In a busy schedule, the first thing that I need to confront is creating space. So how do you create Can we space? just write create space in all caps? That was a lot of words. Yeah. Just create space. So space allows you to be present and, pre and, and space allows you to, to think more clearly and not just make erratic decisions because we are already, whether we like it or not, we are persisting through life with an autopilot. And in order for things to change, we need to provide presence so that we can consciously think. Otherwise, we're just going to do things unconsciously. For anyone in the chat, if let's say when you first heard about us or joined us, let's say if you've been around our community for over three or six months and you used to struggle with having control over food, at first, you had to think about not messing up your diet. Yes, drop, drop a me if this was you. I remember when I was learning to build control over what I was eating to make sure that I don't unconsciously just eat a pot of rice because I got angry that day. I had to think about it. That's why a lot of times people who, let's say, don't have control over their food or maybe are stress eating, they only they they realize like three cookies in that. What am I doing? Whoops. Because the cookies fell into my mouth, like because our brain, our brain works on autopilot. So when we have space to consciously think, it's like, hey think 
before you put any cookie in your mouth, I'm not even telling you like how many cookies to eat. The only thing I'm telling you is stop, think, and ask yourself, what is the purpose of me eating this? Just watch what that in and of itself could create over time. So this is not just like a cookie eating hack. This is a, how do I shift my ways of being? Because if you do not shift your ways of being, you will repeat doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, which will create the same result. So I just want to share some like things that we do to be more efficient because I am actually probably one of the laziest fit people that I know. And what I mean by that is actually not that I'm lazy at all, but that I'd rather get more done in less time. Like, so that if I feel like sitting on the couch, I can. Um, or when I do a workout, I want to feel like it takes me the least amount of time to accomplish the things. So it makes me really fit also. Um, now, some of the things that we do to be efficient, because Lord knows, like we wake up early, we take care of ourselves, whatever that means, uh, like mentally read or pray or meditate or listen to something positive or journal or whatever. Okay. We wake up and we do something like that. Cold plunge. Great. Then we get to work. Then somehow, whatever routine it is, if there's a work, there's workout, there's more work, and then there's nighttime. So it's very packed. And some of the things that we do for one, we stopped going to the CrossFit gym for a while because right now, you know, even though it only takes um, a small amount of time to get there and get back, it, we, there's a temptation to hang around, talk to people, you know, take your time, do some extra stuff. It's also a break. Home. It's a break. It's a break no matter what. You're going to work out. Yeah. It's still it, a break. It's like Hold a on. Ma'am, my turn. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one thing that we did. Started working out from home. So I, I want to share these with you to give you some ideas of what you can do for yourself, like practical ideas of what you can do for yourself. And I would love for you to put it in the comments when you hear something where you're like, oh my God, great idea. I, I got to start doing that and then write it down. Okay. So working out from home, working out from home. Um, if you don't know what workouts to do, do them from somebody that is just telling you what to do in the moment. This is why like burn zones are amazing. If you don't have our fit scription, um, put a, um, a post on the Facebook group and say, how do I get the Fitscription? It's all of our workout programs. You just pop one on, you can do whatever, yoga, kickboxing, uh, burns up, weighted, body weight, whatever. And you just let somebody else tell you what to do. The next thing is um, to use higher intensity in your workouts for less time. Higher intensity, less time. That means don't rest a lot. That means it's going to be a harder workout, but it's not going to take you as long. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the things that we do for food or nutrition is we'll buy pre-cut vegetables. So like spaghetti, uh, not spaghetti squash, butternut squash comes already pre-cut. Peeled and pre-cut. Pre-peeled and cut. You know how much time that saves? Pistachios, shelled. Do you know how much time that saves to not shell them yourself? Um, what else do we do? We get, uh, we order Instacart. So we have our food actually delivered. So we're not going to the grocery store, coming back, spending all the time. And that saves so much time. Um, we also will like, when we're cooking things, we'll be doing other stuff. So if something goes in the oven, preheat the oven, get the stuff ready. That's going to go in the oven. 
And when it's pre-cut, this is my favorite, like pre-cut butternut squash. I literally open it. I put a parchment paper. I spray the parchment paper. I dump the thing. And then I, and then I spray the squash and then I put salt and then I put it in the oven and then I shut the oven and I set the timer and then I go do some other shit. So it's like finding efficient ways to do stuff. So I could meal prep an entire week's worth of food, probably in an hour and a half where people think that like, oh my God, you know, it's going to take me four hours. And even if you have a family, batch cooking is the easiest thing. Throw a bunch of shit in a crock pot and close it. The thing beeps when it's done and turns itself off. You know, like utilize these efficient ways to cook food. And also like use, if, if you have the, um, I think it's called all the num num. If you have our recipe book, like find ways to make it flavorful too. Because if you're anything like me and you grew up in like a traditional American home and it's like a salad is some iceberg lettuce, a few carrots, some mushrooms, olives and ranch dressing and, and some croutons, bacon bits and sunflower seeds. Um, no wonder that shit doesn't taste good. No wonder we don't want to eat it. No wonder so, it doesn't fill you up. Yeah. So if you're anything like I used to be and you make all your food bland and, and you make it and you're all proud of yourself Sunday night and you're like, oh, I'm ready to go for the meat. I've got all my meals. And then like Tuesday comes and you're like, this shit sucks. I don't want to eat it. It doesn't taste good. Of course. So find ways to season and use spices for your food so that it does taste good. And maybe you could even pre-mix some spices together that are like staples for you. Okay, so if you use salt, pepper, and garlic powder, then mix salt, pepper, and garlic powder in an equal ratio all in one thing. And then all you have to do is go and it's done. And you don't even have to do all three of the things. Like little things that you can do to save time like this. What is something else that we do? Oh, we cut a bunch of vegetables all at one time for our salads. So instead of every time we're going to have a salad, cutting board, knife, bowl, this, 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 cut, 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 clean, eat. It's like one time with the cutting board, one time with the knife and all the vegetables, boom, 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 boom. That way we're saving ourselves from washing the knife, the cutting board and all of that like six times. So that's good if you eat salads. Um, you also, a meal prep company, you can have like reoccurring orders for a meal prep company where you're like, hey, I want you to deliver me five lunches per week and five dinners per week or five breakfasts, lunch, and dinner per week. Mm -hmm. And you're going to buy the food anyways. You're paying a tiny bit more to have somebody deliver it to you. It's really actually a pretty good, like people would say like, oh, it's expensive. Yeah, because you're also buying the food. You're also buying the food. So it's not really that expensive. What is probably like seven bucks per meal or something like that. You're going to go to a restaurant and spend $25 per meal. So at least this will taste better than the food that you would make for yourself. And you don't have to spend your time shopping, cutting, cooking, any of that packaging. It's awesome. Fire. Yeah. So not only does it save you time, it also saves you energy because when you have fresh, ready, clean stuff in front of you, it like it, you're literally closing the door on like trying to make decisions that could maybe not, serve you if your fridge is empty or let's say your fridge has bad stuff in it you are going to be more susceptible to having slower decisions to having to make more decisions to having to compromise your decisions so the less room that you give yourself to make decisions 
the easier it actually is. And the more room you have for the bigger decisions. That's why it's really great to work out in the morning because you don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. And if you stall on your workout, guarantee you it's going to haunt you for the rest of the day. And the more you think about something, the less likely you are to do it. That's just the reality of it. I want to address this right here. I'm not here to throw you under the bus. I just want to coach you in this because you're here and I don't think you're here. to. Maybe you're just here to be entertained. I don't know, but I'm going to coach you. And if you don't want it, that's okay. You can leave it if you want to. But this is for anybody with kids or with a significant other or a roommate or whoever else has some kind of direct or indirect impact on the way you make your choices for what you eat. I don't want to say for what you eat because it's your choice, but they impact or influence the choices that you make. Um, this says my issue is that my wife hates leftovers, so I can meal prep lunches, but not dinners. Not true. You can meal prep dinners and your wife doesn't have to eat them. Mm -hmm. Your wife can make her own food and maybe she does. Maybe she does. And if she's making dinner for both you guys, even better, as long as it's in alignment. Great. <laughs> You've delegated dinner cooking, but you know, at the same time, it's like, Let's just be aware. Let's just be conscious of the choices that we do have, right? Like, and if you're like, I love to eat, it's a non-negotiable for me to be eating dinner with my wife and for it to be a, you know, a good uh, experience for her. And that's why I do it then wonderful. But if she's also cool with you heating up what you made and then her making something else for herself so she can have what she wants, you can have what you want and everybody's happy. Awesome. So, you know, just getting your mind in the position to say, how can I create my desired situation, regardless of other people's preferences, opinions, thoughts, feelings, etc. So, so yeah, I hope I, hope I was clear. In th that. This, this is powerful. So, you know, whether it's this situation or anything else, like when, when you lead with the mindset of the issue is you're, you are actually blocking yourself from figuring it out. Well, just wait. because something is not ideal does not mean that it, it that it is not possible to change it. I used to say that I will never be the person who who orders uh, who who gets delivered groceries because I like to connect and I like to feel my apples and my tomatoes and my fucking bullshit. I used to say that, and you know what? Like when you're like different circumstances lead to different decisions. It's it comes back to priorities and intentions. Right. It's it, it right. So, Different circumstances. You know what? Like I used to say that I wanted to smell my apples. I wanted to smell my tomatoes. And then I realized that apples it, even smell like peaches. Is better. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter until now. What became more important to me is to have an extra two hours per week. Yep. Or I can have brain space instead of, you know, going around the grocery car because maybe one of my strawberries is going to be shit or you know what sometimes your box of strawberries will be moldy it's true like and maybe they're and, not gonna and you can refund them yeah if they pick out shit that is expired busted moldy like you you actually can be like hey something was wrong with this product yeah anyways it all is going to come down to what is important to you 
Yeah. If your time is more valuable to you, then you will not care about somebody else picking out your food or what, what somebody else's eating preferences or schedule is. If those things are more important to you than time, then you will do those things. That's There's no judgment on it. It's for you to do whatever you want to do. We're just saying if you've got a busy schedule and time is of the essence for you, then these are the things that we either get to like get over it <laughs> or say, no, like intentionally, this is more important to me than, you know, you know having this amount of time back. Yeah. So. this it, it's It's all about priorities. And you know, like if eating clean is of the highest priority, then, you know, maybe you make a decision that might not be ideal for your significant other. Erin and I make decisions that are sometimes not ideal for the significant other. Oh my God, I love this. Or you can just have your own garden that somebody else takes care of because Lord knows you ain't got time for that. I just saw like picking an apple off the tree. I'm like, that's amazing. Imagine if we had a lemon field. Is that what it's called? A field? An orchard? An orchard? For lemons? I think so. A lemon orchard? I would love to. Citrus fruit. Maybe maybe one of you guys. And an almond tree. Tree. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't need to know how these things grow. Is farm. Is farm will be a thing for sure. So you want to create space in your mind because that gives you the bandwidth to make important decisions. And that also gives you the space to be able to maneuver and to be able to be highly adaptable in the case that there needs to be a shift. So a really great thing that you can do to allow you to either plan for the next day or plan for the day ahead is just be in a present space for the, you know, when you first wake up and when you go to bed. So like something that Erin and I do every single evening is, is we do a reflection together of what worked, what didn't work, what could have worked better. What did we learn? What did we learn? If we do not give ourselves the space, like, sure, we can, we, we can, maybe think about it by ourselves and let's be honest like accountability has such a powerful power how many times do we keep things to ourselves and we know that whether it's accountability for a coach accountability for a significant other accountability for a child you are going to be on it better if you've got a the more if you have to report to somebody what you did or didn't do yeah especially when you appreciate that person that you have to report to it's true because you don't want to let them down so or you don't want to look bad either way it works Mm -hmm. there was something else i was going to say i forgot or you want to make them proud also that oh i was this is what i was going to say if you don't create the space to be intentional you keep living unintentionally and you keep just kind of flying by the seat of your pants and like trying to figure it out and it's just a scramble constantly what yesterday last night actually you you were talking about you're sharing a story about accountability and like the 14 day thing 14 day thing accountability 14 day thing from from the book that you're reading what's the 14 day thing that if a person doesn't have accountability. Oh, two weeks. Within, yes. Yeah. So, okay. I'm reading this book. This is really great for um, like leaders, like people who are leading a, a staff, a team, like managers or business owners or uh, leaders of leaders, um, 
leading organizations or whatever, um, entrepreneurs. It's called the four disciplines of execution. And one of them is accountability. And he shares a story about this girl who um, her dad makes an agreement with her that she can borrow the car and she can have the car and use the car as much as she wants, as long as she cleans it once a week. And so every Saturday or Sunday, they would meet up and he would check to see if the car was clean. And that was her ticket and her pass to continue to use the car. And if the car wasn't clean, then she wasn't going to get to use it. And he went out of town for and, and was unavailable for a couple of weeks in a row, two weeks in a row. And he came back and they had their meeting and he said, why isn't the car clean? And she goes, oh, we're still doing that. It only took two weeks for her to lose the discipline because of a lack of accountability. Two weeks. Now, the longer you are accountable on a rhythm. So the purpose and the intention of that story is to be rhythmically accountable. So on a regular routine schedule, once a week, once a day, like I wouldn't say more than, I wouldn't say less than once a week because it only took her two weeks to stop being accountable. Now, if you're in a rhythm of it and somebody's ex, like um, has expectations of you to complete something that you said you were going to complete and you want to be your word and feel good about yourself, you are much more likely to follow through with what you said you were going to do because somebody else is counting on you. Mm -hmm. uh, and whether it is because you don't want to let them down because you don't want to look bad or because you want to make them proud, it doesn't matter. It's effective. And so to have somebody that you're reporting to who will hold the line for you, this is important. Somebody who will hold the line. What I mean by that is somebody who will have the courage to call you out when you did not follow through with what you said you were going to do. Because if there's no consequence, who cares anyways? It doesn't matter. Accountability is ineffective without consequence. Right. Yeah, this is this is good. I like so this is its whole own episode. <laughs> or or you're afraid of your coach. Just kidding, which is funny. So listen, so if let's say if you have a quote unquote fear to like to some degree from let's say someone that you respect, it's actually good. It's healthy. Like if you think about this were the term the fear of God. Yes, I was going to go to that. So like if you if you read scripture, all of the obedient loyal leaders like Abraham, like Moses, like Aaron, like you know, like the three fathers, David, Jesus, they feared God. That means that they had something to lose if they did not follow through with God's words. And by the way, whether or not you believe in God, there's a consequence to everything that you do or don't do. Yeah. You know fear, what I mean? Fear, so, is a, fear, is a so, great, fear is a greater motivator than pleasure also. So yes. in, the, in the instance, and this is so proven, when somebody almost dies or they watch a loved one almost die, they are much more likely to change 
the way they operate because of a fear of death, a fear of ill health, a fear of something like that, than they are because they want to look sexy naked. One thing is a greater motivator. Yeah. And it's usually fear. Yeah. So, so. Which there, can be good and not good. There's a difference between fear because I'm about to, you know, just uh, be in a very unsafe situation versus fear out of respect. Like I, I totally get that. Like with our direct mentors that we're working with, like I do have a certain level of respect that I want to make sure that I operate in a certain way, which is great. Like I remember, um, some people just need to hire a coach because they, they need somebody to not let down. It's Every, easy to let ourselves. Everyone down. needs to, if you want to, if you want to level up, you need to hire a coach. It's not some people, That's you it, know, yeah. like the, End the, of story. the, the most successful people have at least one coach. Professional basketball players are not professional basketball players without a coach. Yeah. So, you know, that, that goes towards anything. Accountability is crucial. Accountability is key. And having people in your environment who are self-accountable is important because if you're not self-accountable, you're not going to hold others accountable. For example, let's say if Erin out of the blue was to wake up one day and make a commitment with herself that she's going to not work out. That's a commitment to myself? Why would that be a commitment? Or, or let's say she was... I made like, a justification? Yeah, start to make a justification that, oh, like I'm not going to work out. All that it's going to take is for me to see her shift her routine for two days, like, and me bring, bring it up. Like, hey, by the way, like, have you worked out? Like, what happened? Because it's natural. It's natural to hold other people accountable when you are holding yourself accountable. Maybe. Like, holding the line requires a lot of courage. Yeah. Because if you're a good human being, you don't want to make people feel bad. The problem is that people feel worse if you don't make them feel bad. That sounds so oxymoron. Like people feel worse if you don't make them feel bad. Let me dissect this for a minute. I don't mean go around walking around making people feel like shit about themselves. What I mean is that when someone is out of line that you care about and you know what they want, and you know that they're not acting in alignment with what they want, say something about it, even if it makes them uncomfortable. Like if they feel bad, that is because they know that they didn't follow through with their commitment, not because you said something about it. But it takes courage because it's easy for people to blame for our own shortcomings. So it's easy when you are the one holding the line saying, hey, you said you were going to do this. You didn't. What happened? Mm -hmm. It's it takes courage to do that because if somebody's not in the right headspace, it doesn't have the right mentality, a, a mentality of growth. Then they we'll are like they're likely to blame you yep. or be upset at you, but they're not. But it feels that way. Mm -hmm. And so it really does take courage to to hold the line and, and keep accountability. Yeah. So as we're talking about like, who are the people in your environment? It, it, it is important to set a boundary. If let's say uh, the people or the things that are in your environment are not conducive to wherever you want your 
autopilot to go because a boundary is just a, a boundary is a tool for focus. Think about a bowling lane. If you're not a professional bowling bowler like me, bowling bowler, and you want to have a greater likelihood of the ball being able to hit the pin, you put the bumpers up. You're going to put the bumpers up because that, that get, that creates a boundary that when the ball goes to the side, it's going to hit it back up. So a setting boundaries is simply a system to enforce being on autopilot. For example, I would be the person that gets kicked out because I ran down the gutter and I just threw the ball at all the pins. <sighs> and then I'm not. No, you won't. No, I wouldn't. But that no, was a funny. Won't. But that was Stop a funny it. visual. That's a funny she visual. She so wouldn't. But that's a funny visual, huh? Okay. Anyways. If I was a cartoon, that's what I would do. Yes. I, that's how I would write my own cartoon. So, for example, let's say if... My cartoon would be called Rebel Girl. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. And she will have braids just like that. Every day. Erin is kind of a cartoon. You were told that before. I don't know. We've been told that we're cartoons, which is funny, but whatever. <laughs> so, okay. So let's say if you, if there is something that takes more mind effort to make the right decision, be it working out at a certain time or eating in a certain way, like not bringing the thing to the house is a boundary that you're setting. Hmm. working out at a certain time is a boundary that you're setting in your calendar, right? It's like the bowling lanes are from 6 a.m. to 7.30 a.m., right? And once you, once you keep your calendar in that space, just watch and see what's going to happen. You're going to get in, in a rhythm. So what boundaries do is it gives you a system to create a rhythm, and once you get into a rhythm, it's a lot more likely to be consistent. And when you are consciously consistent with something, then you become more disciplined. And the more disciplined you are, the less effort it takes to continue repeating the same path. And also, the more disciplined you, you are, the greater bandwidth you have to keep going when circumstances become more challenging. For example, when traveling, when someone builds consistency in their home, when their environment is different or when the routine is off, they will more likely, not more likely, they will, regardless of the circumstances, now look out for the thing because it's the new norm. So the more boundaries that you set, actually, the easier it is to follow the path in a straight line. And Assuming I'm, you hold to your boundaries. Yes. But at least that's step one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that being said, I want to know from you guys, remember what we told you, uh, starting this Monday and then uh, going into the rest of this week, and I believe also next week you are being given action steps and your intention is to score yourself each and every single day for your follow through. Why do we do that? Accountability. If you cannot hold yourself accountable, nobody can. Nobody can. 
So I want to know from you guys who earned the one yesterday. Earning a one means that you followed through with the intentions that we set. And if you earn the zero, then drop it as well. Be willing to not always need to look right. Because if you want to get better, it's not about you being right. It's about you doing whatever it takes to be better. And if you're watching these and you're not choosing, you're not choosing to follow through with the action steps afterwards, like, why? I'm wondering if this Facebook user that says, I didn't post because we lost power has a cell phone. With Facebook app on their phone. So. I'm just, it's creativity. Feedback. I mean, listen, we, we are, we are showing up for you guys. What you do beyond this, that's on you. That's not on us. We cannot pull you up a mountain. You, you need to have the mentality where you want to sprint up the mountain. Because we're going to be committed no matter what. Now, our level of commitment is not going to change your life. Unless you show up. Unless you show up. And showing up doesn't just mean, oh, okay, I'm showing up because I'm watching the, vid the videos. No. You're being informed. It's about what you do afterwards with the information that gives you the power. That's why we're going the extra mile and we're giving you guys these action steps. Because we want to help you to implement it. Okay. So action steps for today. Okay. So that being said, drop a committed in the chat if you're committed to actually showing up like you care about your life today. Like you care about being better. Because it doesn't end here. It only starts here. All right, let's go. I want to see committed. Well, they can put it or not. That's all, again, that's on them. Yeah. Okay. So action step number one, you are committed to at least 30 minutes of intentional movement. And if you don't have a workout program that you follow and you need support, just drop a post on, on the Facebook group and, and we'll send you a link to our prescription. Thing number two is avoid processed food. We should all be doing that every single day anyways. And then action, action step number three is you're going to create space. So tonight for 30 minutes and tomorrow for 30 minutes, for the first 30 minutes of the day, you're going to be in a present space. Okay, you do these three things. Come tomorrow. You got yourself a one. You don't do these things. Just ask yourself why. Yeah. I'll ask yourself what didn't work. Something didn't work. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we got for you guys today. There you go. So go climb up your mountain. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. It's all just feedback. Our prepackaged hard boiled eggs considered processed food. No, they're not. Great question. Beautiful. Okay.
That being said, you guys, we will see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day and go take some massive action. Bye.